Welcome to For the Love of Chad with Allison and Sarah. Hello, hello. We are back at you, coming in, thinking, hmm, what should we talk about today? Let's talk about romantic or creepy. What's the difference? What are situations that you would find romantic that maybe other people would find creepy or vice versa? Yeah, I got the inspiration for this topic because I had a friend that was telling me this story of something that this guy that she was talking to did for her. And she was like, oh my God, isn't this so cute? And I'm like, no, dude, that's weird. (laughs) If a guy did that for me, I'd be horrified. (laughs) Well, I Googled for ideas and inspiration. And I was like, what's the difference between romantic and creepy? And Google said that the difference between romantic or creepy are your feelings towards the person, which is so true. It is true for certain things, but I also think for some things, it's creepy no matter who's doing it. True, true. I think it's just a universal truth. I think I also thought about this topic because, you know, the show on Netflix, You, you watch that? Yes. Okay. See, that is one of the only Netflix shows I've ever started that I could not finish because I hated (gasps) it so much. I hate it. I hate everything about it. Oh my gosh. And like Dan Humphreys from Gossip Girl, like longtime crush, but could not do it. So many people are like, oh my God, but he was doing it for the right reasons because he cared about her. And I'm like, no, he is a fucking psychopath. Yeah. Like he he is creepy. None of that is romantic. Those are the same people who probably said Ted Bundy It was such a great guy. And I'm like, I did not ever think that there was such a confusing line, but apparently some people are confused. It's weird how many people sexualize predators and like serial killers like Ted Bundy. They are crazy about the guy, Dan, what's his name? Dan Humphrey in you. (laughs) I don't know his real name as yeah, an actor. I can't remember his real name. Oh, Shocking, Penn- we can't remember someone's name. <laughs> Wait, it's like Penn Badgley or something. Yes, I think you're correct. I was going to say Sean Penn, and then I was like, that's definitely wrong. But he is flat out creepy in that show. Yet people think it's like really hot. I'm like, what? Yes, so many people. And I'm like, what? What? And then they're like, well, like Guinevere Beck was like, crazy and like that's why he did it and I'm like no do not put this on her do not put this on anyone he's crazy he is creepy nothing about that was romantic please stop yeah well my list isn't as aggressive as serial killer versus uh, you know a hot tamale but yeah most of mine isn't either but some of mine are inspiration from friends and stories of friends some are things that have happened to me that I'm like "Mm, this is creepy I I don't like this Um, And then some, of course, the great world of the internet inspired me to include. Yeah, I couldn't find any internet finds. I just went off of my own experiences, basically. (laughs) There's one general one that I never really had anybody do this for me, I don't think, at least to the full extent, but someone who orders your food for you. Is that romantic or is it creepy? I mean, if it's like a table family style, maybe, but I don't want anybody ordering my meal for me. Yeah. That's an, that's no, that's not romantic. I don't know if it's creepy per se. It's just like really controlling. Yeah. Like, no, I can order my own food. I am an adult. Yeah. And I have a lot of preferences. Like I probably don't want any pine nuts in there. Do you know that? <laughs> that's what you went with? Well, yeah. It's <laughs> your example? My body has been rejecting pine nuts lately. 
Oh my God. See, I don't like cheese. So that's a big one for me. And I, <laughs> I know that's a very frowned upon. You still eat pizza though, right? That's really the only thing. Okay. But like, I feel like most apps have some sort of cheese in them or like most mm-hmm. dips. Mm-hmm. And everybody wants to get the burrata. Like pretty much every single type of taco has cheese on it. Like yeah. all Mexican dishes, pretty much everything everywhere. So all the nachos. Yeah, I don't I don't want to be ordered for. I don't like it. No. My big one was kissing on the first date. Okay. What do you think? It de- it all what depends. Usually no. But if I'm feeling it, yeah. Yeah. I I think it's fine. But I think, yeah, there are some instances where I'm like, mm, no. Oh, yeah. No, thank you. Most likely, I will not feel the connection where I want to kiss you. But if I do, then, yeah, I'd like to kiss you. As a follow-up, when people ask you if they can kiss you. Okay, that's, like, sensitive territory, I guess. But I don't know. I personally, I feel like if you're leaning in and I'm not backing away, I feel like just go for it. But I, I don't know. I feel like this is sensitive territory because of all about consent. I don't know how to answer this. Your personal preference. We're not speaking for the entire female population here. I know. Remember that, people. Um, my preference <laughs> is if you see my body language and you and we're doing an 80-20 here, you know. Is that a hitch reference? Yes. If it's 80 20, <laughs> the best movie of all time. I go in the 80 and I'll finish the 20 if I want to. Yeah, I like it. I think it's cute. I've had guys do it before and I think it's cute. But some people are like, ew, that's so weird. Like either do it or don't do it. Don't ask me about it. Yeah, I mean, I've I've had people ask me and I don't care. Unless I'm not into it and then they ask me and then you have to awkwardly be like, no. <laughs> But isn't awkwardly saying no better than, like, backing away? Oh, I prefer to back away, just swerve. I prefer that. (laughs) Or to kick someone in the shins. Yeah. Oh, I would rather say, don't kiss me or I'm going to kick you, rather than (laughs) than him ask permission and me have to say no. I would much rather do the action of swerving rather than vocalize the swerve. Okay. Good to know. Good Mm -hmm. to know. What about people who, like, you're not even really talking to them that much, and it's, like, on a dating app, and they ask you to come over and cuddle? It's, like, I have not even seen you in person. I don't want to come over and cuddle. Like, what? For you to kill me? Yeah, I feel like in this day and age, unfortunately, you... As a girl, it's like sketchy territory to do that. That's how I feel. You don't have to be like that, but I don't know that I feel comfortable doing that. And I recently ran into that situation because I was talking to this guy on Bumble for like a good amount of time, I would say. And well, like a good amount of time, like more than one day. (laughs) And he was like, oh, like, let's go to dinner. And I I already was like, "Mm, I don't go to dinner on first dates. I have that strong rule. And then I was like really considering it because I felt like he was like harmless and it was going to be fine. Mm -hmm. And then he was like, well, then after you can come over and we can watch a movie and then like you can stay over. And I'm like, Okay, this went from like zero to 90 in two seconds. Like, what if dinner is horrible? I am not locking in my entire evening with plans and I am not committing to staying over before I have even met you. That's absolutely not happening. They try to map everything out and it's too much. And I think when they message you asking you to cuddle, I think that they think 
that every girl likes to cuddle and that's like romantic and it's cute. You're just cuddling. I'm not saying want to come over and shag, but I feel like that's obviously what it's leading to. And I don't know you. The idea of me laying in a bed next to you with you spooning me is so uncomfortable. Yeah, it's creepy. And like cuddling with a stranger is not appealing. Like you obviously want to cuddle with someone that you have chemistry with. I feel like the act of cuddling is not enjoyable. Yeah. <laughs> Just at baseline, like no matter who it's with. Yeah. I was talking to somebody on Bumble. You know this. I talked to him for one or two days, like not even. Oh my God. Not even. And I basically was having a lot of sarcastic conversation. There's a picture that seemed like maybe he recently was in a relationship and I called Hmm. him on it. Is that your ex-girlfriend or your girlfriend in your photo? He's like, ex-girlfriend. I wouldn't cheat on my girlfriend. And I was like, oh, well, a lot of people are looking for a third on here. So I made a lot of jokes about like people looking for a third and how like that's a lot of what I run into. There were not serious conversations. This man immediately dives into, hey, do you want to quarantine with me and you can live at my place? And I'm thinking, oh, he's being sarcastic. He's saying like, you want to live at my place? I haven't even met this man. Live, not come over, live at my place for quarantine. Yeah. And I'm like, I shrug it off. He's like, do you want any kids? And I'm like, if I meet the right person and he's like, okay, well one day we'll have kids, but we can just practice the baby making for now. And I'm like, (laughs) Nope. And so I'm just, I literally am like writing him. I'm like, that was cringy. I was like, you, that sounded pretty douchey. Then somehow I'm still talking to this man because I'm bored as hell. And I think that maybe he just made some poor sarcastic jokes, but he was talking about suits for wedding. And I was talking about bridesmaid dresses, how they're so expensive because like the tailoring and everything. And he's like, I just want to make your life easier for you. Like he's going to pay for all my expenses moving forward. I'm like, no, I'm good. I was like, what are you going to become a seamstress or something? (laughs) Trying to just like dodge him being creepy. He asks for my email address. I don't really respond. He asked for my parents' number so that he can ask them to go out with me. I don't respond. Mind you, I only talked to this guy one or two days, not even two days, like one and a half days. Very sarcastic conversations. I'm just so creeped out. I don't respond. He starts calling me via Bumble every day, every day. And he's like, I miss what we had. And I have already vocalized to him that I'm not interested. He's a bit too much. People are like, why don't you just say it? I did. He starts messaging me that he misses us. Misses us. We were never in us. Okay. There was you, me, and you're crazy. That's it. And yeah, he was a lot. He called me every day for three weeks. And he's just like, I miss us. And then he, I would think it would be over. And then all of a sudden he'd message, he'd be like, I really had high hopes for what we, what could have been between us. And then I wouldn't respond. And he'd be like, I still do. He still has the high hopes. So literally messaged and called me nonstop. People are too much, too much. Yeah. He had a, a bunch of like good lines. Like when he asked for your email and you were like, why do you need it? Like in case I lose your phone number, or, like we unmatch on here or something yeah. like 
then sir if that happens we don't need to be speaking yeah. again like i don't need you to seek me out if something happens on bumble to our connection it means i blocked you yeah it means it's like meant yeah. to be yeah the the missed calls the non-stop missed calls didn't he ask you at one point too if you played words with friends? Yeah, he's like, "Oh, we should play like Scrabble or words words with friends." I'm like, "No." He was doing a lot of weird stuff, and I said I was not interested. And at first, he said, "I agree. Like, I'm probably not ready for a relationship since he just got out of one." And oh, he made a joke about murdering his ex girlfriend. Oh yes. And I was like, "How can we forget about this?" I was this? like, "Ha ha 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 ha." And then all of a sudden he turns out like super crazy. And I'm like, I'm going to find this girl on the news. Yeah. Maybe you should have gotten her name. Well, uh, her arm was the only thing in the photo. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, no, I don't, I don't love any of that story. Um, I feel like this does not happen anymore, but when people write you physical, like love notes and letters. Ooh, I like that. If I'm, if I'm in a relationship though. No, that is a hard no for me. Yes, I hate it. And I'm sure you wouldn't like the love songs being written for you either. That's another thing on here. Being sung to or a song being written for you or about you. I've definitely had that. Like a full song for me. I think I would break out in full body hives. See, I thought the song was very nice. But like having somebody sing it for you with the guitar and everything. And you just have to sit there and react in real time. It's it's definitely a unique situation. And maybe if I was more into the person or maybe if I was more attracted to them or they were like a really good singer, maybe I would have different feelings towards it. But I just know when it happened, it was it was a lot. No, I think I think it's creepy. I don't want anything about it. That time that date on Tasha's season of The Bachelorette when they had to write a song and sing it to her. Oh, my gosh. I, I almost couldn't watch it. I, I was so uncomfortable. The only one that was mocha acceptable latte. to me was the mocha latte. Yes, I just, I was talking to him. I was just talking to him on TikTok. Damarian, I think that's his name. Yeah, I don't remember. Shocking. I was just talking to him. He's a hoot. He was very nice. He posted something. I'm like, oh, what video streaming service did you use? And he responded and I replied back, oh, thanks. The mocha latte was a bop. <laughs> That was the only good one. Because I feel like he was being funny. Like, I guess if you were going to sing a funny song to me, it would be fine. But I don't want any emotional component. But it was so catchy. No. I was singing that in my head. It was really catchy. <laughs> I think, though, for me, all of this stems from the fact that on the love languages, words of affirmation is my last one. I hate words of affirmation. I don't want letters. I don't want songs. I, I don't want words. Really? Anywhere. I don't like it. Yeah, I hate it. I hate it so I much. Don't know my, I don't want to give it. I don't want to receive it. I, I don't want to talk about it ever. I don't know my love languages. I feel like just give me all of them. Give me all of the We languages. talked about it a little on a different episode. I don't remember. Because I said I also don't like when people say they want acts of service. Yeah. <laughs> Physical touch is one. Gifts. That's my top two. Well, I know the <laughs> options. I just don't know which ones, oh. where they lie on my level of desire. I feel mm. like just give me all of them. No, I don't like words of affirmation. But I think I also don't really like any public display of affection, which is another thing I had on yeah. here. Like kissing or like any romantic thing in public, if you think it's romantic or no. Yeah, no. 
I don't want a full makeout session in the park. Yeah. No. Yeah, no. I don't yeah. want to be like sucking face with you at a family dinner, you know? Yeah, anywhere. Concert, movie, no. I mean like a hand holding, sure. Like a, a kiss here and there. Okay, I'm for it. Like a hug. Okay, but like the whole makeout sesh, you're putting on a show for everyone now. Yeah, creepy. I don't like it. Not into it. I feel the same though with public. <laughs> this is going to be unpopular. Public proposals. Oh, I wouldn't want a public proposal. I think I'd die on the spot. No. Honestly. I want that to be private. Yep. I kind of want it like in my living room in sweatpants. Mm. I don't know. I don't want anyone there. I don't want anyone watching it. That's the only time I want a speech. I think I would like some words of affirmation right in that moment. I need a speech. I need a speech. And that's it. That's the only speech I want for all of time. No, I I need a speech. I need it to be one-on-one situation. I don't need it to be a performance for anybody else but me. I don't want it recorded. I don't know. Maybe if you had a camera, but I don't need your mom in the corner recording it for me. Yeah, no. Like the proposals at sporting events in front of like entire I wonder if those are even real though. (laughs) Oh my God. I feel like the ones where the girl says no to the proposal, I feel like those are staged. I mean, maybe. So now I don't trust them at all. I don't want anything to do with any of that. Yeah. I I hate it all. I hate it all so much. I don't think it's romantic whatsoever to do it in front of thousands of people. Yeah. Well, the love language, like quality time. I don't want my man to insist on coming to girls night. I feel like that was on my list. I feel like sometimes guys might think that that's like romantic. Like, hey, I want to get to know your friends more. I want to hang out with your friends or, hey, I want to spend time with you and I'm bonding with your friends. No, you can see my friends on other nights. But if it's girls night, you're not invited. Or the spontaneously showing up to girls night. There's one thing to ask to come and like weasel your way into coming. And then I feel like there's another thing where you just like spontaneously show up. Yeah. No. Creepy. I don't think I've had that where they just spontaneously show up. Ugh. So annoying. It's never been my boyfriend, but boyfriends of other girls, they're like, oh, they weren't invited. I'm like, then why are they here? That's wrong. No. Get out. Well, I had this guy friend and I heard him on the phone and he called his girlfriend. He's like, yeah, we're about to get to my place in 10 minutes. Feel free to come over. And so when we roll up to his place, He's like, oh my gosh, she's here. I'm so sorry, guys. I did not know she was coming. So he made her look like she was crazy for showing up uninvited. And I was like, no, I just heard you invite her. Like, let's not make the girl seem crazy. Oh, that's wrong. That's weird. I think he was trying to like make it like, oh, my girlfriend doesn't have to show up everywhere. But it's like, you're making your girlfriend sound crazy. Like she was uninvited. And no, she was invited by you. (laughs) So I feel like maybe girls do that too, where they're like, oh, I didn't know he was going to show up. And it's like, no, you probably texted him. Like, I miss you so much. I want you to be here right now. Come here right now. Yeah. Um, What about like meeting family on a first date? I've done that. (laughs) (laughs) That was on my list as well. Yes. Creepy. Every time I did it, I had drinks with this guy. And this is again, when I was living in the suburbs. So when I went to have drinks with him and he asked me if I wanted to do a bar crawl with his friends and his sisters would be there. I was like, sure. Why not? Like I made the, I made the trip here. So let's go. 
And then I said, I didn't really want to see him again afterwards. And he's like, I wouldn't have invited you to see my family at the time. Did I know that I didn't want to see him again afterwards? No, I did not. Before I agreed to the bar crawl, I thought maybe like there would be a connection. I only saw him briefly. But then when I said I wasn't interested, he's like, I wouldn't have invited you to see meet my sisters. A, I didn't even really talk to your sisters. B, I didn't think it was a big deal for you because we met for like 40 minutes before you invited me. I didn't think it held that much weight. No, I, I mean, I don't know. I think maybe though I feel weird about the family thing because I've only introduced one boyfriend ever to my family. And I'm like, unless it's like serious, like unless like I think you are the one and like it's going to be you and me at the end, like I don't see any need to involve family at all. Yeah. That's just like my personal thing. I feel like some people though feel differently and like introduce them earlier, but it's like, unless we're like really serious, I don't want to... I mean, I guess maybe meet them, but like, I don't want to come to like major family gatherings. Like we have to be there at that place. Like, I feel like we're doing it too early as like a culture. It's happening too early. I don't have person I'm dating meet my family until I'm like serious about them. But same. I was invited Memorial Day weekend to go to this guy's place that I was like talking to, but he said it was like going to be a bunch of friends. And his family was bringing a bunch of friends too. So it's just going to be a big party by the lake house. We're all just going to have a good time, hang out by the lake Memorial weekend. We did not establish we were in a relationship. I thought I was coming as like one of the friends. And all of a sudden he like kisses me in front of his family. Oh my God. And says that I'm his girlfriend. And so (gasps) his, his family learned about our relationship the same moment I did. I was like, wow, that just happened. That just happened. And I worked with the guy. So I was like, Ooh. shoot, this is, we're here. We are doing this. Okay. Oh, no. Glad I had a warning there. Oh, no. Uh, maybe have a little bit of a conversation beforehand. Uh, Yeah, a little bit. But I feel like this is in the same vein when you, when they invite you to a wedding as their plus one, like much before you are established as anything. I've never been to a wedding as a plus one and I've never had a plus one at a wedding. (laughs) I've never brought a plus one to a wedding, but uh, like, no, it's that I feel like people think like being a plus one is like another like date. No, I do not feel the need to go to this family wedding of yours and be introduced to a thousand and one people when I don't even know what we're doing. This is not romantic. No, I don't want to go to like everybody on their Bumble or Hinge profiles. Like I'm looking for a date. I've got a wedding in August and a wedding in June. Like I'm looking for a date. And I'm thinking, what? When I'm invited with a plus one, I do not take a plus one unless I'm interested in them. Who would want to join a wedding that they don't know anybody and they don't even know the date really? I don't know. Some people might just be that into weddings. I would have zero desire. I think the only scenario where I've thought about it and like thought it could be appealing is like, you know, when you have groups of friends or you make random friends like here and there Mm -hmm. and you get invited to a random wedding that you never thought in a million years you were going to be invited Mm -hmm. to. And you're going to know like two people at the wedding, like, you know, the bride, but you don't really know her family and you don't really know any of her friends. Like it might've been like a coworker or just like a random friendship that formed. And then I'm like, 
I'm not going to know anyone there. I'm not going to have anyone to talk to. In those instances, it's like, would it just be nice to bring like a fun plus one that also wouldn't know anyone that at least I'll get laid at the end of the night? Like, (laughs) sure. So I don't know. In those scenarios when you're not going to really know anyone either at the wedding, I get it. It's like at least someone to split the hotel room with. But that's also like when we go to friends' weddings and then it's like, all of my friends have husbands. So it's like, Preach, man. I'm picking up this 500 something dollar a night tab at the hotel yep. by myself. Mm-hmm. I'm like, by myself. where's my friend to split this with? I'm like, I, u- I used to split it with the girls and now they're all married up. Yeah. I have many friend groups where I'm the last one standing and I'm like, oh yeah, like obviously we should stay at the hotel where the wedding is you know I would love to spend $600 tonight on a bed for four hours the best and like you all probably drove together and I I'm I'm always the one that has to fly because I'm always the furthest one away it's like just take me for everything I'm worth I guess I know going to all these weddings and it's always in the summertime too there was a summer that I had a wedding every single Saturday of June and July and it's like We are single and there are limited, very limited prime times for single people to meet one another. And it's in the summer. And when you're living in Chicago, you've got maybe four good weekends, like four really, really prime weekends. And -hmm. they're always taken up. So it's like, I'm always out there celebrating other people's love, which good for you. But because I'm so busy doing that, spending every weekend in the summer doing that, I can't find a man for myself. Also, like the amount of money I've spent at Crate and Barrel to have none of those items in my own home. Yeah. I have probably bought like 600 plate sets from Crate and Barrel at this oh point. My gosh. And what the plates in my cabinet, I think, are from when I was in college. They don't even match. <laughs> Mine are too, but I, I did, I got a good plate set for college though. I did get that because somebody gifted me them. Like they, they were getting a new plate set for themselves. Oh no. I think mine were from like Hobby Lobby. They're like mint green. Oh, Like, no, no, no. Mine are kind of classy, but I've had them for a long time. <laughs> like my cups don't match. My silverware doesn't match. I'm pretty sure some of that silverware is from the UD cafeteria. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. But yet I have spent literally probably at this point near a million dollars on other people's registry yeah. gifts. You got the, well, it's like you got the shower gifts, you got the wedding gifts, now it's the baby mm-hmm. shower gifts, all of that stuff. And I'm just like, yeah. you know, what do I have? I'm Nothing. just going to die alone and poor, I yep. guess. <laughs> Definitely poor. Yep. One year I was invited to 26 weddings in a calendar year. So do the math. 26 flights, 26 hotel rooms, How 26 do you know engagement that gifts. many people. <laughs> I've moved too many times and made too many groups of friends. It was a disaster. I didn't go to all of them. But then the other fucked up thing is even if you don't go, you have to send a gift. Like I get it. Like 26 weddings. I'm poor. Yeah. Damn. I was in like eight of them or something ridiculous. Oh my gosh. I'm like, my eyes are starting to water. Like I'm in pain <laughs> thinking about it. It was, it was something. Okay, mine's it not that something. extent, but I do love, I do love going to my friend's wedding. So I love seeing yeah, all same, my friends. Obviously. Like it is so exciting. I just wish like 
you know, maybe it took place on a Wednesday night, so it didn't interfere with my single and mingling time. Or <laughs> just that people would financially take into account. <laughs> yeah, but weddings Other are people. so expensive too. It's like, okay, my dinner plate there is probably like wild. I know, but I don't know. I'm not asking you to do that. <laughs> like a buffet. I, I'll i actually, uh, I'll carry in my own meal. Yeah, I'm fine with that. <laughs> Grab some McDonald's, show up with it. Oh, don't even joke about that. Um, what about people like I've been on dates where they'll walk me to my place and they will refuse to get an Uber because they just want to spend more time with you. No. And it's like, well, you're not invited up. They're like, well, we'll just stand outside so I can spend more time with you. And it's like, no, sir, I am cold. I am tired. And I wanted this date to end a while ago. Oh, no, that's And I'm like, please order your Uber because I would feel bad if they didn't order their Uber and then something happened to them. So I'm like, please just like order it. I'll wait for you for your Uber. And they're like, no, I'll do it in a later. And it's like, no, that's not romantic. It's too much. Just order your Uber and leave. I've not ever had that happen I basically to me, have I... begged for them to get their Uber. Oh, yeah. No, that's terrible. Yeah. Really bad. Um, I think any spontaneously showing up anywhere uninvited, showing up at someone's work, showing mm-hmm. up at like your ex's place. Don't show up. Anywhere. Showing up at if your ex's place. Yeah. Like trying to get them back where you just oh, like no. show up. Yeah. No. Any showing up. No go for me. Not romantic. Yeah. But I feel like other people would disagree. No, I would not be interested in that. Especially the showing up to work. Like, please. I'm a professional. Literally. I, oh, I'd kill someone. They would be dead. They would need a hospital bed on a different oh, floor. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I did have a situation where I like if we've mentioned before, I stalk the profiles usually before I meet the person. And in the beginning, I took great pride in this. Like I can find anybody just off of their first name. I can find anybody. And this guy told me that he was in an acapella group on a cruise that he did that for years prior. So I'm like, okay, I've got his first name. And I'm ahead of the game because I know that he's in, in an acapella group on a cruise. So like, I had a lot going for me in this Google search. How many acapella groups are there on a cruise? I could not find this guy for the life of me. So like I said before, I tell people that when I stalk them. So I texted him and I'm like, listen, I can't find anything about you. I was like, I've stalked forever. Like I need more details. And he goes, I just found you. And I'm like, what? And he sent a ton of cookies to my office oh my god he found me on linkedin and had them delivered to the office which it was kind of funny it was like okay kudos to you i literally told you that i stalked you for days and came up with nothing and it took you two seconds and you knew that i like cookies so you sent me like literally a dozen of jimmy john cookies which i was like "Ooh, is this safe to eat but they were all individually packaged straight from jimmy john so i was like yes they are (laughs) but things like that if people like deliver things to you mine was a unique situation Mm. because i was the creepy one and i think he was trying to out creep my creep but Yeah, I I don't know. I don't know. I don't like business and pleasure. Like, I don't think I want anything at work. I used to be a high school teacher and like, oh my God, I taught at an all boys school and I had a guy send a dozen roses to me at school. It was the most mortifying day of my entire life. Like 
they were delivered to my room. All the boys had a field day. I'm like, I just want to die. I never, <laughs> this is not romantic at all. Like, I hate this. I don't want all this attention. Like, no, 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 Yeah, no. I never had that situation. Like, mm, I feel like mine was just when I got something sent the one and only time to my work, I think it was out of uh, being competitive rather than romantic. So, yeah, I think he really thought he was being romantic and I hated everything about it. I don't know how I'd feel about it. Like, I feel like maybe I'd like it, except if it was like a huge, don't send a like life-size teddy bear to my work. (laughs) Although (laughs) I would freaking love one if it was sent to my home. I would love that. But don't send a life-size teddy bear to my work. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I don't want anything sent to work. You can send anything you want to, well, not anything, but pretty much anything you want to my doorstep. Yeah. Not work. Yeah. No one needs to know about you. Like, no. Business and pleasure. Are Unless I'm in a relationship with you, you can like send Still, me a basket of cookies. Leave it on my counter. Send it to my home. You don't have to send it to work. I don't know. I don't. I don't think you have to send it to work ever. I think there's no instance in which I need to be sent something at work. Like if it's your birthday and it's like on a Monday no. and it's like here's some lunch. No. I don't know. People do that. I think it's cute. Um. Well, I also work nights, so you can't really send anyone lunch at yeah. Your tab's but... unique, so. <laughs> Yeah. Um, someone getting in a fight for you. Ooh. Well, I don't want the fight. No. I don't want any of it. But if somebody is like harassing me and not stopping, maybe like puff your chest a little. <laughs> yeah. Like puff your chest and let them know you're there. But like I don't need you like checking them where they're like thrown across the bar. Yeah. No fighting. Yeah. I think it's just like you're at the age where like, I think you just walk away. Yeah. You just be the bigger person. I don't want any confrontation. Yeah. Oh, no. I don't want that either. But like. And like, don't speak up for me. Like, no, I don't want any of it. No fighting. Well, yeah, it depends on the situation. If like, I'm like literally being harassed and it's not stopping and I'm like being followed around. I feel like then, you know, puff your chest a little, but like puff your chest while we walk away, you know? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Don't engage. Yeah. I, I get that. Yeah. What about... I only have one more. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's hear yours. Uh, how do I explain this? When you're... It's essentially girls' night where you're all, spe- like, staying over and the boyfriend comes over to spend the night. I've never had that situation. I have ha- had it happen multiple times. And I'm like, can you not? Yeah. Can you like, not? take a little break. Yeah. You can sleep in your own apartment home whatever I guess you don't need to literally come over and stay over when all of her friends are here I guess I don't really have sleepovers with women anymore I don't know when I've like visited friends from like out of town okay like not local friends spending the night but yeah especially when it's like limited time and you're in visiting mm-hmm. can we not because when you wake up you want to continue the girls day and the visiting right hmm. yeah oh I hate it um Okay, well, another thing, I did I already mention this with the guy who was, like, stalking me on Bumble about, like, when guys say that you guys would make great babies? Ew. I hate that. I feel like every guy will say we would make beautiful babies. Yeah, no, I don't want to hear that. Like, I don't know you. Why would I want to create a human with you? Also, you don't know that. Genetics is weird. Genetics it is weird. It recombines 
in an in weird ways. And I feel like maybe I don't know, like, is are they trying to be romantic or is it just like a way for them to be like, I would want to sleep with you like today? Yeah, I don't I don't really know the attraction of that whole statement, but I don't want it ever said to me. No. And it's like, get some new material, people. It, yeah, I don't know. I don't think there should be any talk of baby making until like you're actually trying to do that. Yeah. Like, let's not put this into the atmosphere that this might happen. Yeah. In a time where I don't want it to happen. Especially like, like, no. Before I even actually meet you, you're talking about our babies. Okay. Um, yeah, no. Don't speak of the babies. I've had people like plan holidays on a first date like this is how we would spend holidays like we would like do Hanukkah with my mom and Christmas with my dad and I'm like whoa 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 this is a first date yeah I think that's in the same vein though of being introduced to the family like I don't want to go to your family holidays for a long ass time we better be like effing serious like Like, once you start splitting up the holidays you're going to be doing that for life if you end up with that person So it's like, why not, you know, spend the holidays with your family while you can. And then when you guys become your own family, that's when you start splitting it up. I get maybe you want to start a little like before you actually get married so they can meet your extended family more easily. But that's such a pain in the ass. Like the holidays are hard enough. I've got such a big ass family. And it's like, trying to get like a word in edgewise is complicated enough and then when you start going to other people's holidays it's like a whole new ball game yeah i mean especially when if you don't live in the same city as your family yeah no i'm going home for the holidays there's no splitting of the holidays yeah until the end you better be motherfucking serious um okay romantic or creepy when he calls you his sister's name please tell me this has not happened to you. yes to like such a great extent shut so, up <laughs> it was somebody you i know this is the work guy again who introduced me to his family and said we were girlfriend i was his girlfriend before i even knew oh no so i didn't realize that apparently he thinks that i look like his sister because we had broken up I went to this like work party. His sister was also there. He's yelling her name nonstop, like yelling it. And he's like kind of, he's like 10 feet away from me and he's yelling her name. And he's just like, I'm going to give her a new name. I'm going to say like, Isabella, Isabella, Isabella wouldn't stop for the longest time. I'm like, Isabella is not even here. And then all of a sudden he comes up to me, starts yelling Isabella. And I was like, Isabella's not here. And he's like, oh, and everybody's like, that's Allison. And he's like, oh my gosh, I thought that was Isabella. I'm like, that's a weird thing for you to say about your ex-girlfriend, but all right. He was also heavily intoxicated, but still like he was not far away. And for the longest time, he kept shouting his sister's name to get my attention thinking that I was his sister. No, no, that, that is disgusting. That was a little scarring. Yeah. I hate that. I hate that a lot. Yeah. So I would say that's not romantic. That's creepy. Yeah. It reminds me of that trend that goes around. Did you ever see that? Are they siblings? Are they in a relationship? And like people. Ew. Yeah. You've never seen that. It's like this whole Instagram page and people post pictures like with either their brother or their boyfriend and they do polls saying, what do you think? And there are so many people that look like they're in a relationship and they are brothers and sisters. Oh my God. 
God. Or they look like brother and sister because they almost look identical and they're in a relationship. It's this like whole trend, sibling or dating, dating or sibling, something like that. Look it up. I don't like that at all. No, but I was like, I don't think you should be close enough that we should be having this conversation. Yeah, some of the posing between the brother and sister are a little weird. Mm-mm-mm. No, thank you. All creepy. Yeah. I, I don't think you should be that close to your sibling. No. Ugh, wasn't that an episode of Friends? Yeah, with Dan, right? With Rachel's boyfriend, Dan, or no? It was Rachel, but I don't remember the boy's name. But his sister, like, came to visit, and they were, like, tickling each other, and they, like, got in the bathtub together. Like, it was all weird. Yeah, that was with the young one with the dark hair, right? The young one? I don't know. I remember something like this. I feel like a lot of shows have done that, where, like, all of a sudden you're looking and you're like, wait, this is a little too flirtatious for a sibling. Yes. Yeah, no. I've never been called someone's sister's name. Like incessantly or incestly. (laughs) (laughs) It reminds me too of like when your mom calls you the dog's name or something. Yeah. I'm like, can we not? (laughs) We call, well, I don't, but everybody calls my sister's dog by my younger sister's name. (laughs) Nonstop. My sister's so annoyed by it. She does not understand, which I don't know why everybody does it. But they're like, oh, the baby of the family. And it's the dog when they used to say that about her, but they use her name. They use the nicknames we give her. She's been replaced, I guess. (laughs) By the dog. Yeah. Was that the end of your list? Yeah. (laughs) Overall, they were creepy. (laughs) None of them were romantic. Yeah. And the permission to ask for a kiss or asking permission for a kiss, I mean... Do what feels right. Well, no, don't do what feels right. Read the room, okay? (laughs) Yeah, you are terrible at giving advice. Yeah, read the room. (laughs) More likely than not, you should ask permission. I think a good rule of thumb is always, would a stalker do this? If the answer is yes, perhaps you should not do it. Yeah. Oh, and then another thing, the difference between romantic or creepy, Google said, If she has clearly showed no interest and she has said no to you multiple times, or at least, no, if she has just said no to you once, it gets creepy when you keep ignoring that and you keep going. That's the difference, Mm -hmm. romantic or creepy. Like A, romantic or creepy, it's your feelings towards them. B, it's ignoring the no's and still going for it. Yes, but then I think the argument to that is that some people play hard to get. And are like, no, 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 when they don't mean it. Granted, don't say no if you don't mean no. Like, say what you mean. You're kind of messing up the whole scenario. But yeah, I think people think it's like cute and endearing to like push through. Because you hear all those stories that are like, I wasn't interested at all. And then he kept pursuing me. So I gave it a chance. And now we're in love. The Bumble guy (laughs) calling me every day. No, too much. No, sir. I mean, I'm not into it. I say creepy, but I know, like, you know the stories of the people that have had success doing that. And I'm like, you're ruining this. You're ruining the rule. Yeah. The rule is no. Yeah. (laughs) Some people are very persistent. Yeah. No means no, though. By the time this airs, I would have already gone on my TikTok dates. So more news to come. I will be giving more feedback on that in future episodes. But, you know. And we cannot wait for this. Just testing the waters for everyone. Mm -hmm. 
so jazzed. But you can follow us at for the love of Chad underscore podcast on Instagram. You can write in any of your dating stories, any topic ideas that you have for future episodes at for the love of Chad podcast at gmail.com. And you know, subscribe, keep listening, tell your friends. Yeah. And don't be creepy. Yeah. Thanks for hanging out with us. See ya.